The MomCast is brought to you by the YMCA of Central Ohio, Dr. James McMahon at Advanced Aesthetic and Laser Surgery, and Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems. Mom! Mama! Mommy! It's the MomCast with your hosts, Mindy Dreher, Michaela Hunt, and Stacy McKay. Mom, I need you! It's a hot topic. It's, it's a buzzworthy topic, but we knew we needed to talk about this as MomCast. We had a discussion about it last week, and for those of you who aren't familiar what we're, what, with what we're about to talk about, it is the Netflix series, 13 Reasons Why, which is about teen suicide. And Mindy, you didn't know about it. I did not know about it till you two told me about it. And Stacy, you'd heard enough about it. I had, and I thought, well, my daughter's 10. My daughter is very tenderhearted right now, and she can't even watch like a Disney movie without crying. So I figured that would not quite be on her radar, but I'm surprised at how young the kids are finding interest in it because all of their kids are talking about it and because of some of the people involved. They are, you know, I thought about Selena Gomez, and we'll talk more about that, but Selena Gomez is on my daughter's radar. She grew up with Selena Gomez because she was on a Disney show. Mm -hmm. So I kept thinking, well, I hope she doesn't want to watch this because she sees Selena Gomez on Entertainment Tonight talking about it. So the series is based on a book written in 2007 by a guy named John Asher. So they've turned it in finally to this series for Netflix. The funny thing is, though, after you two told me about it, yeah. that exact same day, I got an email from my daughter's school about this and wanting all the parents to know that this is going on. You should you know, be aware, maybe not want to watch the Netflix series. But it was just so funny because after you guys told me about it, I get a note from the school. And I think more schools are having to take that stance. So we wanted to talk with a mom who's going through a really difficult time with this. Um, there are some activities in the series, if you've not seen it, that a lot of kids are copying um, at their schools in terms of not the suicide itself, but the things that happen leading up to it. So I had a chance to talk to a, a friend of mine who I've known for a while and what's going on with her and her daughter her stepdaughter about this series. Take a listen. Hi, my name is Bethany, and I actually have a 12-year-old stepdaughter that was telling me about the whole 13 Reasons Why show. And when I watched it myself, I never in a million years thought that that's what I would be watching that a 12-year-old suggested for me to watch. Um, I think for children... I would say that young, it's highly inappropriate. Some of the, I understand the message that they're trying to get across, but I think that they may have not edited enough for young eyes. There's a lot of graphic um, scenes. And like I said, I don't want anybody to get the wrong, I guess, impression because I get the message that they're trying to send. But I just don't think that children, I think that high school maybe, but other than that, I just, I don't know. I don't understand showing them that. And I, I guess they're trying to make it cool, like having lists going around school, like if you're on my list and this and that. I think they're just too young to understand what is really the whole suicide thing. And I mean, there's rape scenes and drugs and lots of cussing and just it's just inappropriate I believe so and and they are you're saying that with her being as young as she is being 12 
that she, they are doing this at school. They are making the 100%. list. Is she obsessed with it? They're, they're obsessive over it, yes. I mean, they have lists going around, making it into something that's supposed to be cool and fun about if I were to commit suicide, who would be on my list and what you did, and this is why. It's almost like it's bullying, you know, and we try so hard to steer away from bullying, and I feel like this show's almost making it worse even though we know that their perspective is yeah. to shine a light on that yes. and given what this girl did in the end um what do you, what conversation um have you had with her or have you not and what would you like to know from a professional Sh- Michaela says that the show has a good message behind it and I and I'm glad that being 12 she understands that there is a message in the show in general and she's just not watching it because you know, she thinks it's cool or she's thinking herself about, you know, suicide. I don't, I don't think she's read that deep into it, but I mean, when it comes to talking to them about it, I mean, I guess I just feel her out and let her, you know, tell me her thoughts and feelings, but in any way, I don't think that the kids at her school at least are watching that show because they want to commit suicide or that's any thought that they've ever had, you know, in their head. I I don't really know what made the show cool. Like, I can't figure it out, you know? But now we have the situation. Right. So given the conversations we've had, the controversy around this, we wanted to bring the professionals in. We have a great partner in SQL, Pomegranate Health Systems. Um, Angela is here today to talk with us a little bit about this. I think parents want to know how they should treat this, given what the content is and the message that it's trying to convey. I would highly suggest that parents watch it as well. Um, I found it to be very helpful for me to answer those questions. Um, even though I told my daughter she wasn't supposed to watch it, apparently it was too late. She was like, oh, mom, everybody's watched it. I was a little behind. On yeah, I think people are finding out. that. I was yeah. Like, oh, darn it. So I did the binge watching and got through all of it. Um, literally cried like a baby at the end. It was just so intense. And then I couldn't imagine what she was thinking. But I really needed to see it to be able to hold that conversation with her. Um, and it really, as a parent, helped me get back that feeling that you feel in, in middle school, in that age, high school, that everything that happens to you is so intense and it seems so final. Mm-hmm. You know, as an adult, we forget about that feeling because we're, you know, we obviously are more mature. We can process information. We can think things through. And we're not always living right in the moment like they do. And so it helped me bring that back to reality to be like how she might be feeling, how other kids can be feeling. And just, you know, being in the mental health field, it helped me have a better understanding of the kids we serve. Well, and I think a lot of you brought up a good point. Some people, there are some parents that don't know anything about this and are getting on the bandwagon a little late. Um, One thing that had maybe discouraged me a little bit for my daughter, who's young, she's 10, um, is that Selena Gomez is the producer producer behind this. I mean, she kind of put this together. And I think for kids that grew up with her on Disney, um, it almost seems like, okay, it's okay to watch. Um, What do you think about that? I mean, the point of it is supposed to be to maybe let people know what bullying and, you know, unkindness can do to a person, to do to a friend of yours. Um, Does that come through or is it what other folks are saying that it could cause others to have the same idea? I do not think it's appropriate for um, 
younger kids, even adolescents. I was even telling the moms of, you know, my friend group, you know, I would not recommend having your kids watch it um, for a couple of reasons. One, I think it really glorifies some of the things that we're trying to, you know, teach our children are not factual. There is a lot of information in the show that is not accurate. Hmm. Um, you know, suicide attempts occur in the midst of an intense, an, you know, a very intense emotional crisis, not a drawn out 13 week or, you know, whatever, 13 tapes that she taped and all of that, how it was portrayed is very far from reality. Angela, I was like you. I honestly had not heard about it. I don't have Netflix, first of all. But the reason why I first heard about it was because Michaela brought it to our attention last week when we were talking about it in the MomCast meeting, and I had no idea what it was. So then I went home and asked my children, because I have a son who's 15, a daughter who's 14, so they're right in that age range, and they had both heard of it. Kylan, my son, had no interest at all. He's just, he didn't, whatever. And then my daughter really wanted to watch it because, like you, her friends are all watching it. She has not seen it yet, but um, I, I looked it up. I Googled some scenes, and they really show that suicide scene pretty graphically. And that's, I don't know if I want my mm-hmm. daughter to see that. Right. I mean, it really glorified, I mean, it, it did try, I, I understand what they were trying to do, mm-hmm. um, but I really think they just totally missed the point. They took it in that direction for, you know, for adults and for us to be able to process and understand I can get both sides. But that's the whole point of the adolescent mind and the place that they are and able to process information this is not appropriate for them. They really don't have the ability to separate out um, what the message they were trying to portray with what Hannah's actions, the main um, character in the show, and how she basically was like, I'll show you. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it really sent a message of people will be, you know, um, you'll be paid back by me committing suicide and then really not realizing you're no longer there. You're gone forever. And I want to really go off of that last point you just made with kind of what's happening in the results. So there is a girlfriend of mine who has a daughter who, it's a stepdaughter actually, who's 12. We we played a clip um, from talking with her. And with it, here's her concern, Angela. Now the 12-year-old daughter, who probably is too young to be watching it from everything you've told to us so far today, the 12-year-old daughter and her friends at the school they're in are making their own lists Oh, goodness. And so the stepmom is saying to me, how do I handle this? What do I say, especially because she is my stepdaughter? What do I say to her mom that she's with more of the time? But lists are being made. What do we say at that point after they've watched it, maybe a couple of times, the entire series, and then started to do things like that? Well, first of all, I would say if your child has watched it or you're going to allow them to watch it, you watch it either with them or watch it now so you can have an open dialogue and point out all the things in it that are wrong, that are inaccurate, that are hurtful. I mean, they're basically saying, you know, bullying causes suicide, but in the tapes, she's asking the other kids to bully some of the kids that bullied her. I mean, rationally, that, that makes no sense. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was able to point out my daughter said the other night when I said something about, you know, getting going on the mom cast, she said, oh, my gosh, do we have to talk about this again? So, you know, I said, <laughs> you know, I just want you guys, you girls to understand that all the things that they're portraying are, are not realistic. And the list is not something that any school, if I were the parent, I would want, I would be contacting the school and I would be getting their support to reinforce that these lists are not going to be tolerated um, monitor your child's social media, the Instagram, where they're trying to do the, you know, how many likes do you get versus somebody else, meaning you're prettier than this person. All of that we have to be on top of, and we have to constantly remind our kids, one, it's hurtful, it's not accurate, it doesn't define who you are, and just constantly reassuring them about, you know, who they are and their self, getting their self-esteem back up. You know what? these things to them feel so intense mm-hmm. in that moment. Right. You know what, Angela, I think the thing that bothers me the most about this whole show and the whole idea is a friend of mine was a funeral director, and she used to handle suicides, teenage suicides, all the time. And it bothered her so much because she would say to me, you know what, Mindy, kids don't get it. Suicide is final. It's it. You don't get another chance. And in this show, she's kind of coming back after she dies, and you hear her, and then through the video, you actually see images of her And that's why I think it's glorified. But that's not real life because you do not come back. You do not get a chance to do this. So I think kids and people need to realize who you're really hurting are your loved ones. They're the ones who have to deal with it. And, And it is so final and people don't realize it a lot of times because it is glorified. So, Angela, I'm on the, I think I'm on the sixth episode right now. So is that halfway through? Am I correct about that? About six episodes is halfway? Yes. So in the, what, to what Mindy said, I mean, there is that. I mean, the one that I just watched talks about the hurt you're leaving on other people. But, you're, but to your point, too, you have this glamorization of it versus what I would say is a softer feel of you're hurting people that you're leaving behind. And it feels like the glamorization at times wins out so far in what I've seen. And I can only imagine what it looks like because I've heard there will be I, drugs and rape towards the end does I get that direction yes when I watched the rape scenes I was like mortified on oh my goodness you know so another discussion with my daughter like how did that make you feel you know what and then you'll see another episode where they do reflect her talking to the counselor about it and how that they portrayed that counselor leads kids to feel like nobody will listen to me, and that is not accurate information at all. I think that was probably the the one piece of the whole series that really I was just so livid about, that, that portrayal that nobody's going to listen to you, everybody's going to turn it around and be more accusatory than being supportive, and it just it was not reality at all. Okay, so for parents that they've talked with their kids, the kids haven't seen it but want to, Is there an age we should look at? I mean, what do parents do? Because it sounds like the kids shouldn't watch it. I mean, most kids should not watch it. So what do we say to our kids? I mean, I would just put down a hard no. (laughs) You're not watching it. Um, It's not appropriate. You know, they're really, I think, more in, in the mental health field that we're in, we're more concerned about kids watching it who are mentally fragile themselves. Um, you know, and it's hard to know where each child is with that. So why even take the chance? Right. Um, if you have a child who already has a mental health diagnosis or, you know, often suffers from the low self-esteem and is really struggling with 
you know, daily interactions with their peers, this could be detrimental to them. What this, a, is? Would you theory. put an age on it for those who don't deal with a mental illness? Would you put an age on it at that point? Oh, <laughs> that's tough. That's a, that's your silence a says a lot. Call. Yeah, your hesitancy says a lot. No, I think it's tough. I, I just think it's tough. To, to say, oh, yeah, this is the right age. First of all, you have to know your kids, but you, well, know, you think about different. it. Right. And Every kid's what, different. What teenager at some point doesn't feel insecure or have low self-esteem? Right. We've all gone through that, right? So I think that's why it is so difficult difficult to put an age on it. I agree. And I just think that, you know, you're back to... If if they've already or you think they're going to sneak and watch it, I mean, these days you can have Netflix on your phone. You know, it's so mm-hmm. hard to, like, monitor those things when when you feel like you have a trustworthy child or you're just like me behind. And she's like, Mom, that came out a while ago. Everybody was watching it and da-da-da. And I'm like, I'm very adamant you have to tell me what you're going to watch. So I think she already knew I would have said no, which was a whole other discussion, of course. Um, but... You know, I then wanted to watch it so we could sit down and really hammer it out. And I think that's the most important part for a parent is to make sure you can redirect them and make sure you're able to point out all of the things in this series that are not realistic and how they could affect you. Um, And other than that, if you can keep them from watching it or, you know, just say, you know, absolutely, it's a hard no, we're we're not watching it as a family Mm -hmm. or we're not watching it. Or if we do, we watch it as a family if the friends are talking about it. You know, I'm just saying that that parent support and being there is key. Bottom line, you just wish this wouldn't have even come out. Absolutely. I really, I mean, I think we're going to see more copycats. I do, too. Well, and what about season two? I mean, I I don't know the status on season two, but I know that it ends with a cliffhanger of sorts. I I kind of had a spoiler on that. So is there going to be a season two? If it's so popular, I wonder about that. I'll have to look that up. I don't know. You know, I don't know, because I'm hearing Netflix is getting a lot of backlash for this. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people in the mental health field that are asking them to take it down. Um, So I'm hoping that if they're, you know, if they're, if they are in the talks of having a season two, that that's going to be seriously reconsidered with everything that's going on in the media now and coming at them of saying this is, this is not okay. Because I don't believe that their intent was to cause harm. I mean, I think trying to really put out there, break the stigmas of, and then make um, suicide awareness, you know, aware of what goes on in the world is great, but this just wasn't the way to do it. Right. It is definitely not the after school specials of 1989. That's what I thought of when I watched it. It is definitely not that. If that's if they were trying to get a message. Or 79. Or 79. (laughs) I was in that range somewhere, Mindy. Well, Angela, thank you so much. I hope a lot of parents get a chance to listen to our interview here on MomCast and, and learn something and take away those thoughts about inaccuracies and the conversations they can have with their kids. So thank you. Thank you, guys. It was great talking to you. If you would like to find out more information or see if you need a referral, you just can go to their website and do a little homework, sequelpomegranatehealthsystems.com. We wanted to take this kind of head on because of the newsworthiness of it and the noteworthiness of it. And I think it was important to do it. Well, and I would just say encourage moms and dads out there if this is something you haven't heard about and you have kids in the age group we're talking about, look it up, Google it. We've given you information. You've heard that a a specialist saying she doesn't think that kids should watch this, even teenagers. So, you know, you need to get involved. So get online, look it up, get on Netflix, be involved, get in your kid's face and talk about it.
And as always, thanks so much for listening to the MomCast. And it just goes to prove that we have a lot of fun on the show. We laugh a lot. We share so many stories. But we are also here to better educate all of you if there is something like this going on in the world because we all need one another.